Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. It's Goals Wednesday? Why is it Goals Wednesday today? And you think I'm done talking about hockey? Uh, Think again. We'll talk about it on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering the American Hockey League for about six years running now. A reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcast, which is back. Hooray! Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or the new Odyssey app, which is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. Don't forget to uh, comment, rate, follow if you haven't already. All right, let's get started. We have a little bit to get to because this is Goals Wednesday. The reason we're doing it today... Ow. <laughs> that noise you heard was me banging my knee. Um... The reason that you're hearing this today is because the goals start a very important three-game set starting tonight in Colorado. So first, reminder, this show is brought to you by the Locker Room app. Join me later this weekend, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I'll definitely let you all know. But check us out on the Locker Room app. Us? I won't be alone. Hmm. Anyway, so I've been teasing something for the better part of a few weeks, that we're going to have something very special for you planned on Friday. And, in fact, there'll be something very special planned for Friday, for next Monday, and maybe beyond that as well. And there there will be a lot of extra content coming over the course of the next few days. So definitely keep an eye out on the Twitter, which is at LO underscore Ducks. Or definitely follow my personal Twitter, which is at StimpyJD. There's going to be a lot of special content coming uh, regarding the American Hockey League. So, yeah. All right, so let's get started with what happened first. Last weekend, uh, the goals were in the midst of kind of a down streak. Uh, They haven't been playing all that well, but that's mainly because everyone's gone. Well, everyone was gone. You had a slew of players up with either the Ducks or the Taxi Squad. So what are you left with? You're left with a patchwork offense, which consists of, I don't know, Alex Dosti. Okay, he's pretty good. Alex Lamoche, he's good. Greg Prince, he's okay. Jamie Devan playing up. All right. Bryce Kandot, Matt Laredo. All right. Maxime Gallaud, he's pretty good. Jack Badini, uh, he's pretty good. In fact, he's had some good games. So, you have those as some of your forwards. Hmm. Defense. Hunter Drew's in there. Axel Anderson's in there. Cody Curran's in there. Jeremy Waugh's in there. Keegan Lowe, the big fighter. Yeah, I talked about him last time. So, last Friday, the goals played host to the Ontario Reign in Irvine. It did not go well for San Diego. It was pretty much all Ontario until the very end. When San Diego tried to storm back, it didn't happen. Uh, Samuel Fagamo got the scoring started in the first period. But after that, it was an arty party once again on the power play. Arthur Kaliev with his 12th of the season. That made it 2-0. And then Adam Johnson scored his third, making it 3-0. This one was all Ontario. Even though Potsy Podorowski got a power play goal in the second. Martin Furk just blasted one. I mean, he scorched that one past Ole Eriksson Ek. So that made it 4-1. to one. And then Adam Johnson scored his second of the game. All right, so it's 5-1. to one. Yay. By the way, if you guys recall 
from the previous time these two teams played last Wednesday, a week from or a week ago today, there was kind of that double hat trick that happened. Remember when Mikey Isimon, he got the Gordie Howe hat trick, he got the assist, he got the fight, and then he scored the goal, completing the Gordie Howe hat trick, and then he scored two more goals consecutively. He had the Gordie Howe and the natural hat trick, so the rain are just flying high from that. Then the goals began to come back a little bit. They finally decided, hey, we're going to play. So Chase DeLeo, on a turnover, scored his 14th of the season, making it 5-2. to two. But again, there was like not that much time left. And then after that, San Diego scored again, making it 5-3. to three. Alex Limoges got his 8th of the season, but there was so little time left. Uh, on another goals power play, this one did not go nearly as well. In fact, on some careless puck play... A couple bad turnovers, the second of which led to an Aiden Dudas shorthanded goal for the Ontario Reign, making it 6-3, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Bryce Kinzop got a power play goal, but at the end, San Diego pulled their goalie pretty early, and they got nailed. Akil Thomas to Alex Turcott to Adam Johnson to complete the hat trick. That's your final score. Ontario wins another one. 7-4 to four against the San Diego goals. Ontario is a team on a tear. That was another one for them. That would bring them their fifth consecutive victory entering Sunday. And San Diego, they've been kind of reeling a bit, falling back to third place. But another hat trick for the Ontario Reign, thanks to Adam Johnson. And just as a quick aside, that's two hat tricks in a row for the Ontario Reign. But Ontario wasn't done. No, just to kind of give an aside, because I happened to be watching the game on Sunday. In fact, I was present on that game on Sunday because it was Mother's Day. Uh, Ontario lost to the Colorado Eagles, but there was another power play on that game. And that one was kind of a weird one because there was two power plays. One from Colorado, one from Ontario. Say what? Yeah, you heard me right. Alex Turcott got a hat trick for the Ontario Reign. So that was three consecutive hat-tricks for Ontario. And Mike Vecchione, he got a hat-trick for Colorado as well. So there's just hats flying everywhere. Woo! The funny thing about that game that did not go mentioned was after Alex Turcotte got his hat-trick, J.F. Berube, the rain backup goalie, he threw his hat onto the ice. It was it was hilarious. It was a fun time. I thought Ontario was going to win that one because at the time it was 5-4. And then Colorado just came in and said, no, we're, we're going to win this. And then Mike Vecchione happened. So that's what happened with the rain and the goals. Okay, there's one more game to talk about. But first, we're going to head into the first intermission. So let's talk about the Locker Room app, which is changing the way we talk about sports. It is a fantastic app where you, the fans, can join us, the host, and talking about your favorite topics. We, t- we talk hockey. We talk some baseball talk, other sports advice, but it's mostly hockey. So go ahead and join me on the Locker Room app by downloading the app on the iOS store and in beta on Android. Look for me on the Locker Room app at Locked on Ducks and join me this weekend for another session of the Locker Room app. Once again, you could download that on the iOS store or the Google store in beta. The Locker Room app is changing the way we talk sports. 
Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about the other goals game that happened recently against or at Bakersfield. And then we'll look ahead to playoffs and players returning. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, or in this case, Locked On Goals, presented by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. They are packed with 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar, and hey, only 130 calories. So with that few calories and that much protein, you got to think, well, it's just another protein bar, right? Wrong! It is the best tasting protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. It is made with 100% real chocolate, and how can you go wrong with flavors like salted caramel and cookies and cream, among others? Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. All right, so one more game that I want to talk about, and this is a fun one that took place last Saturday, May 8th between the Gulls and the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, The Condors, they were supposed to play the previous day on Friday. However, that game got canceled because there were some COVID protocols happening with the Colorado Eagles. So Bakersfield, they were getting set to play Friday. Didn't happen. So they may have been a little bit rusty playing on Saturday. And it showed. They just didn't look good for the last two periods. The first period, it was all Bakersfield, and yet somehow Alex Limoges got a goal just past the goaltender for Bakersfield, Stuart Skinner. Yeah, Stuart Skinner is still around. So he got scored on by Alex Limoges, making it one nothing. Devin Brousseau just kept pounding shots, pounding shots left and right. He finally pulled through against Lucas Dostal, making it a 1-1 tie. Okay. Bakersfield did outshoot San Diego 20 to 7 in the first period. Yes, 20 to 7 shots on goal in favor of Bakersfield. And then they ran out of gas. Jamie Devan finally got through on the board. Finally just blasted one through his first of the season, making it 2 to 1 San Diego. That would wind up being the game-winning goal. In the third, Alex Limoges got his second. And then, not Alex Limoges, Cody Curran. Yeah, big boy Cody. Big blast. Scores his sixth of the season. And Cody Curran, with that big shot of his, completed the scoring for San Diego, making it a 4-1 victory. But what I really wanted to talk about on this game was just the overall passing in the second and third periods. Once San Diego had the majority of control, in the latter parts of the game. They just seemed to control the puck pretty much the entire time. Yes, part of this was San Diego took a lot of penalties in that first period, which resulted from the insane amount of shots for Bakersfield. But San Diego, they had three power plays in that second period. None of them got through. However, they just had puck control. That's what it really was all about. Just puck control, puck control, puck control. Troll, left and right. Um, the passing game was really good with the likes of Chase DeLeo. I thought his passing was good. Uh, Andrew Podorowski did a fantastic job just looking for his teammates. And that's evidenced by him getting two assists on that game. Uh, didn't get a star, unfortunately. But this was also all about Lucas Dostal. Uh, he saved 
38 shots out of 39 attempts. He looked very good. He looked extremely sharp on this game. One of his better efforts of the season. If not for that one where he just got peppered, that would have and could have been a shutout for Lucas. So he looked impressive. He was the first star of the game. But I'm just giving credit to the passing. I mentioned Paul Dorowski. I mentioned Chase DeLeo. Uh, B.O. Grew. He had some great no-look passes. He had a couple of them on this game. And with two assists on that one, I thought he was one of the better players on the game as well. He did get the third star instead of Paul Dorowski. I think it could have gone either way there. It could have been Grew or Paul Dorowski. Either way, that I would have been fine with that. That's fine. But Paul Dorowski was also looking shot. Uh, he got six shots on the on the game. But something else that I want to point out. The interior defense, and mainly the blue line defense. And I'm going to point out a couple of gentlemen here. I'm going to point out Nicholas Bruyard. I thought had a good game. And this may have been one of the better games, I think, off the puck for Axel Anderson. Off the puck, he looked like a very sound player and someone that I think could really move forward with the goals. Maybe be that regular player in San Diego. You know, he's got some game. He's got some good defensive game off the puck. So those are some players that I wanted to highlight as on the Saturday game. And by the way, Fans are back in Bakersfield. They had over a 1,000 fans at Mechanics Bank Arena. So we're slowly beginning to see fans come back. Bakersfield being one of those cities where they have fans coming back. And this is very important because in the standings, as of this morning, Bakersfield is in second place. They could be hosting some playoff games. And that's going to be very important as we talk about the playoffs, talk about players coming back. We'll talk about all of that, but first, let's talk about Wealthfront. And look, we've all heard the news about Dogecoin and Bitcoin and all that stuff, but what if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon? Well, this is where Wealthfront comes in. Yes, investing is complicated, but whether you're a novice or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the ticker every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. And for the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Wow, that's awesome. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion, with a B, dollars of assets. And you can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash Locked on NHL. All you need is 500 bucks to get started. So grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do all the work for you. So once again, to get your first 500 managed, sorry, first $5,000 plus a spin managed for free, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings and get started today all right so there's a couple other things i want to mention and i also want to talk about you know you're going to place all your money on wealthfront and you can bet that your assets are going to go up and speaking of betting betonline.ag is the exclusive online sportsbook of the locked on podcast network 
with every sport imaginable, including hockey, baseball, basketball, soccer, um, presidential races. Yes, that's actually a thing, by the way. And prop bets on where Jack Eichel is going to go. Where is Jack Eichel going to be traded to? Maybe you can make a bet on that on betonline.ag. And if you go there right now, <laughs> sign up today for a free account and use promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Once again, betonline.ag is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. So once again, promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag is once again the exclusive online sportsbook of TLOPN. Please gamble responsibly, but if you're going to gamble responsibly, please don't bet on the fact that Jack Eichel is going to come to Anaheim or Montreal or something like that. I just don't see it. I mean, the odds-on favorite, I think, is the LA Kings. He could wind up in LA, and it's going to cost him Quentin Byfield, and they just might do it too. So we could see Quentin Byfield leaving the rain. That's a possibility. You never know. Okay, so there's a couple of important items that I want to get to as far as the AHL. Uh, First, let's talk about the standings. As of right now, right this minute, the Henderson Silver Knights are in first place in the division. They have not clinched first overall. They can finish either as the one seed or the two seed. Bakersfield is in second place with a points percentage of 625. The San Diego Goals currently sit at third place. They have a .598 percentage. Bakersfield can either move up to one or down to three. San Diego can only move up to the second seed. This will be important later. And then fourth right now is the San Jose Barracuda. Uh, San Jose's season is done. They finish exactly at 500. Colorado is in fifth place currently, also at 500. Colorado could finish as high as fourth or as low as sixth. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. The Ontario Reign has climbed out of the cellar. They're currently in sixth place. They can finish as high as fifth and as low as seventh. And Tucson is in dead last with a 412 percentage. They can only move as high as sixth. Why is this important? Here's why. Because the AHL has the Pacific Division Tournament, sorry, the playoff tournament, all set to go beginning in six days. That's next Tuesday, May 18th. Those games will be played right here at Irvine. Yeah, it's going to be played at Five Point Arena in Irvine, California to determine the top three teams or who's going to play the top three teams. So here's how it's going to work. The fourth through seventh place teams will play a single elimination play-in held in Irvine. This will determine who moves on in the best of three semifinals. So here's how it's going to work. Tuesday, May 18th, number four seed versus number seven seed. That's going to be at one o'clock Pacific time in Irvine. Game two will be at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, also at Irvine, California. That will be the number five seed versus the number six seed. There's no real advantage here, just whoever has the home bench. That's the real advantage, and I guess that's it. So the winners of those two games will play in a winner-take-all Wednesday, May 19th, 
That will be at 7 p.m. also at Irvine, California. The winner of that game will go on to the semifinals, which will begin that following weekend, which is going to be around May 21st or May 22nd. And those games will take place at whoever is the higher seed. So we could have potentially one versus four, one versus seven, one versus five, whatever. That two versus three is important. It's looking like it's going to be Bakersfield versus San Diego, two versus three. But who will have the home ice advantage? If San Diego is the two seed, the games will be played in Irvine. If Bakersfield is the number two seed, those games will be played in Bakersfield. And fans are allowed in Bakersfield. So maybe secretly some of the fans are hoping that Bakersfield wins one game and winds up being the number two seed. That way the fans can come out. And you know what? If that does happen, I will be glad to see you guys because I miss all the fans. You guys, the San Diego fans, are incredible. You're amazing. Um, I do hope to see you guys again at some point because it'll be incredible. So here's what the schedule looks like for the Pacific Division. Um, There's a few games going on. So San Jose, they are done. The Ontario Reign and the Tucson Roadrunners, they have a two-game set happening this weekend in Tucson. It'll be Ontario at Tucson. That'll likely determine who's the number six seed, who's the number seven seed, and Ontario could be as high as number five. So that will be determined out of those games. The other sets, this is important. A three-game set is taking place beginning tomorrow, Thursday. Bakersfield at Henderson. If Henderson even wins one of those games, then Henderson will clinch the number one seed in the Pacific Division. And they will play the, I guess, winner of that play-in tournament type thing. If Tucson... Well, Tucson needs to win both games in order to not be the number seven seed. So there's that. And the other set, a three-game set starting tonight. San Diego at Colorado. Three games. You have a game on Wednesday, a game on Friday, and a game on Saturday. You can watch all of those games on AHL TV. They are very, very important games, as I've mentioned. So, San Diego at Colorado. And speaking of San Diego, there's a lot of transactions that took place over the past few days, culminating with Monday's transactions, and there were a ton of them. A lot with San Diego. As soon as the Ducks season ended, San Diego got pretty much everybody back. The first guy to get called back, the first guy on the list, of course, Trevor Zegris, back on loan from Anaheim. So Zegris is back with the San Diego Gulls. As of right now, um, he's traveling to Colorado. Actually, he's in Colorado right now. Then we had Josh Mahura. He returned to San Diego. Then Vinny Letary returned from the taxi squad. Then you had Jamie Drysdale. He's back from Anaheim. Simone Benoit. He's back from Anaheim. Then you had Andrew Agazzino. He's back from the taxi squad. And hmm, I left out two guys. Who did I leave out? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, the Carrick brothers. Both Trevor Carrick and Sam Carrick are back with the San Diego Gulls. Look, I just listed off eight. Eight players 
that are back with the goals. Yes, they were missing that many players to Anaheim because Anaheim has been that injured all season long. So the Carrick brothers, Agazino, Benoit, Drysdale, Letary, Mahura, and of course, Zegris. They're all back. They're playing with the goals. They will be playing with San Diego for this three-game set. So you bet your ass that they are going to try their hardest to try to get that number two seed. San Diego needs to win at least two to have a shot at that number two seed. Ideally, they would have to win all three to move up to the number two slot. But that also means that they need a little bit of help from Bakersfield. Uh, If Bakersfield loses all three, that makes it a little easier for San Diego. If Bakersfield wins one, then San Diego have to win all three. If Bakersfield gets three points, then they would clinch that number two seed. And then we'd be set. So we could get our playoff matchups as early as Friday. And speaking of Friday, I've been teasing this for the longest, longest time. So I've made mention of this. I know Rob Leanio has made mention of this on his podcast. And someone else that you're all familiar with, Sarah Avampado, she's slightly referenced this. Uh, She's currently in Arizona right now. I will be joining her and Rob as we will be having our ultimate crossover. That's right. We'll have our Southwest hockey crossover because, you know, none of our teams have made the NHL playoffs. But we all cover minor league hockey. Sarah uh, covers minor league hockey out in Chicago with the Wolves. I cover with the Rain and the Gulls. Robbie covers it with the Tucson Roadrunners. So if you want three people that are all about minor league hockey and you want to hear about Trevor Zegris, you want to hear about Drysdale, you want to hear about some of the rain prospects like Byfield, like Turcott, among others, or you want to hear about some of the Roadrunners prospects like Yanni Anik, we are the folks that can get you covered on that. So we will have our AHL crossovers beginning on Friday. So definitely stay tuned for that. You do not want to miss it. And I've been alluding to this. Locker Room will also be happening this weekend. And I will not be alone. I will be joined by at least Sarah Avampado. And I'm thinking that Rob is going to join us as well. So be sure to check us out on the Locker Room app. And make sure to start listening. Tomorrow is going to be a pre-crossover. Pre-crossover, ultimate crossover, whatever. Uh, Tomorrow, I'll be joined by Rob Lianio from Locked on Coyotes, which is now Locked on Roadrunners because that's who he's covering now. And then beginning on Friday, I'll be joined by Sarah Avampado from Locked on Kings slash Locked on Rain because, hey, they're out of the cellar. They're looking very good these days. So that is what is coming up. Are you guys excited? Are you pumped? San Diego Goals fans, are you excited? Are you pumped? You should be. Because your San Diego goals are going to the Pacific Division playoffs. This will be a fun little tournament to follow all of our favorite players. And who knows, if the games are at Bakersfield, this will give you a very good chance to just say hello to the guys, to, you know, follow them, to watch the games in person. Because I know you guys miss it. And I know some of you fans are willing to make that trip to Bakersfield. Look, it's it's easy. Just go up the 5 freeway, go past LA. Okay, that's fine. Just go past LA. Or you could go up the 15, take that up to the 210, 
take that up to the 5 to the 99. From San Diego, that's maybe a four and a half, five hour drive. It's doable. You could totally do it. So if that happens, why not check those games out? But that's if they're in Bakersfield. If they're in Irvine, I'm still holding out hope that maybe, just maybe, they'll allow some fans in. Maybe. That's the hope. All right, that's going to do it for today. Thank you all so much for listening. It is greatly appreciated. Please make sure to rate, comment, follow, subscribe, all that jazz if you haven't already. Uh, Follow the podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Follow me personally at StimpyJD. You can hear this podcast and the other podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or ooh, the new Odyssey app, which is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. Check us out on there. And once again, follow me on the Locker Room app at Locked On Ducks. Thank you all so much for listening. We will begin our AHL Southwestern Hockey crossover tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. For Locked On Goals, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Be safe out there. Wear a mask. Uh, If you haven't yet, get vaccinated. And please, please be kind to one another. And ducks and gulls fly together. Fly together.